Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Shred Show Live, where we bring you industry professionals, entrepreneurs, and the best of the best from around the world who are willing to share how they shred, the strategies, the techniques, and the actionable items that you need in your business to go out and dominate. Join us as we shred, show up, hustle, repeat every day. Let's go. All right, James, good to have you back. So from all these, this is, this is actually a really cool because this happened, James. I mean, we have little speed bumps in our business. Sometimes we have things that can derail us a little bit, but having the right tools, having the right systems in place within our businesses can be huge, which we're going to be talking about. So I'm actually kind of glad this happened. I know it may be a little stressful for everybody involved, but we got here. So James, before we jump into capital markets, before we talk about being productive and, and you, the lenders ascend, which I'm excited to chat about, let's learn about you. So capital markets isn't one of those things that you're like, probably as a little kid, like, Hey, you know what, mom, I want to grow up and I want to do capital markets for a living. So tell us a little bit about, you know, how you got into the industry and how long you've been doing this for. Yeah. Well, uh, first of all, thanks for bearing with me and, uh, yeah, yeah talking about a cent and cent and, uh, a cent and Wi-Fi. but anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, so, so absolutely. So, I mean, uh, uh, where to begin? I guess on a on a professional note, yeah, I've worked in a, a wide range of, of capital markets roles over the years. Um, you know, out of school, I worked for a year at uh, Wells Fargo. I uh, worked in modeling and remittance for private label securitizations at the time. Uh, and it was kind of funny. About that time, I was uh, I was making I was getting married at the time, and so my fiance, uh, now my wife, was starting grad school in Philadelphia, and so I was. Uh, looking to make a move uh, to Philly. And so I ended up working at a small broker dealer uh, called Benning Scattergood. And uh, that was a really interesting opportunity. It, it provided um, really a great deal of perspective and exposure to the market. And I was working on a market making desk in institutional equities, which is a fancy way of saying I was trading stocks. Uh, but uh, in any event, <laughs> uh, what was interesting about Benning was it was a full service broker dealer, you know, so it had a an investment bank, it had a uni desk, it had a full research department, the works. So, so I worked in a, a practice that specialized in covering the banking sector uh, and specifically, you know, regional banks in the mid-Atlantic area. Anyway, uh, it was a really interesting way to learn, you know, a great deal about uh, all kinds of capital markets topics, uh, what impacts the valuation of a bank or a REIT, how to read financial statements, you know, you name it. So Anyway, after a few years, uh, back to geographical moves again. So my wife was uh, graduating now, and uh, she was offered a job that was just a perfect fit. Uh, so I made another geographical move, and I moved to Maryland. And this is when I joined uh, Compass Analytics, uh, who was ultimately acquired by Black Knight. So I started at uh, Compass in 2012, and I've been with them ever since. And, and again, just a really great opportunity, uh, really good cultural fit. Uh, we provide technology to all ranges of industry participants, you know, banks, hedge funds, uh, REITs, uh, you name it. Um, and so today, uh, I'm the product manager for our Compass Point application. And so my day job, when I'm not spending time with you, is uh, uh, <laughs> all kinds of things involving product design and strategy for everything that goes into our uh, software releases. Not dang, there's there's a lot to unpack in there. And that's why I'm excited because secondary marketing and secondary or capital markets is as we refer to, it's it's something in our industry that we hear a lot about. It's kind of like mm -hmm. it, it's at the back of everybody's mind, but really skillful secondary marketing is it's actually key to being able to maximize originator profitability, which again, mm -hmm. profitability 2020 was a banner year, like awesome year for so many of us, but 
it really comes like there's some challenges when it comes to understanding secondary marketing. So how can lenders really navigate that secondary market most effectively? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think it's important to even understand, you know, the role of secondary in general. Like, what does that guy in secondary do anyway, right? Yeah, for uh, sure. Yeah, so I think, um, you know, secondary is responsible for a lot of things. Um, one of the biggest responsibilities is managing interest rate risk. Mm. But, but additionally, uh, and perhaps more germane to our conversation today, you know, secondary also oversees uh, rate sheet creation. Ah, uh, which, hey, all you originators, yeah. we all like rate sheets. We're all like, ah, rate sheets, let's go. <laughs> yeah, perk up, right? <laughs> so all the products that are offered, all the product, uh, the profit margins, the whole works. And so, you know, kind of as a, a starting premise, uh, we'll, we'll say this, it's, it's in the best interest of an organization to have a dynamic secondary department because mm -hmm. they're the ones that really keep you on the cutting edge of industry development. And uh, they, they really play a key role in actually helping to drive profitable production. So at Black Knight, then really our focus is on helping a lender uh, navigate their ascent, uh, their maturation over time um, as their business needs change uh, and as they grow as an organization. And, and I would emphasize it's not just volume either. You know, for, for example, it's ensuring that your team ensures the, uh, receives that is the best pricing, the most detailed pricing that an investor has to offer. You know, better pricing for the investor, better pricing for the street, right? Uh, so the more that that investor is able to put their best foot forward, um, the more that uh, secondary can, you know, pass along better pricing accordingly, right? For so sure. Sure kind of go hand in hand. Um, maybe another example. So, so uh, perhaps a larger one. So as a lender is changing and they begin to uh, retain servicing, they begin to deliver direct to the DSCs. Um, yeah. Well, again, their, their business model is changing, right? So, so what's important to them as an organization is is different than what it was before and so For sure what you know certainly where we come in is we're partnering with them every step of the way um and uh, giving them the technology to make sure that they're making the best decisions for that particular time ah well especially right now with interest rates i mean you mentioned this everybody as as originators as as smaller companies as growing companies understanding capital markets understanding rates she's understanding again profitability which uh, mm -hmm. this is all about now more than ever having a team having a team like black knight having the the right partnerships in place is absolutely critical like on yeah. like it's one of those things that if you if you don't understand them and if you're not partnering with the right people you could be lost and it could cost you deals it could cost you originators it could really hurt you this year yeah, and uh, you know, even I'll I'll even take that one step further. Uh, so so recently, uh, just last month, the FHFA and Treasury Department um, made some pretty substantial policy changes, and uh, I'll spare the audience all the details. But the <laughs> the uh, the punchline is that Fannie and Freddie are now capping uh, the level of the number of investment properties and second homes that a given originator can originate in a year. So from secondary's perspective, to your point, um, they need to monitor this. They need to find the right balance of empowering originators with competitive pricing in their respective markets, while at the same time, they need to manage all these different considerations. Uh, what percent of my production is high balance? What percent of my production is non-owner occupied? Am I delivering uh, consistent credit profiles to all my different investor partners? It's this, it's this whole mosaic of inputs. And so the challenge here is, you know, again, back to pricing, right? If we don't comply with this, our pricing from the investors gets dinged overall, which means mm. less competitive rates, less competitive prices means I'm going to lose that next deal. So it's a really critical task. It's something we need to nail uh, because, you know, at stake is, uh, is the overall level of pricing, competitiveness and production.
See, I don't think people think about that. I, sometimes, again, there's so much that goes into the back end, especially, you know, with broker community or banker community, like we capital markets, like I mentioned in the very beginning, sometimes it goes so far over our heads. But I mean, as you're breaking it down, like this is a critical, like truly like instrumental piece of growth and profitability in our businesses. And I think sometimes we just gloss over it. Sometimes where it's yeah. not, sometimes it's like, oh, well, you know, it's being taken care of, being taken care of, but understanding it and again, being able to utilize it and having tools and systems in place that can help us maximize it is absolutely critical to the modern day lender. You mentioned innovation. You mentioned moving this industry forward. It's these types of conversations. It's these types of teams and partnerships that ultimately help all of us and really starting to understand, again, how to how to maximize profitability. And you mentioned something that I kind of want to dive into a little bit more. You mentioned this this lender's ascent. You mentioned this ascension that is going on. So maybe tell a little, explain a little bit more about this lender ascension that you mentioned. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's uh, uh, it's something we feel strongly about. So, uh, you know, I mentioned a couple examples, but but it's more than just how you deliver loans. It's it's your whole yeah. perspective and, and strategy um, as a lender. You know, every lender, um, in some way, shape, or form, right? They they share the same goal, namely to grow, uh, to expand their business, to boost profitability. Um, and I think it's also worth noting that mortgages are a commoditized product, right? At the end of the day, we're offering the borrower the same thing that the other guy is, at least at a you know a high level, right? Sure. So if we kind of establish that as a premise, namely that I haven't yet met an executive who isn't trying to grow the business, uh, you know, the question then becomes, how are we going to do that, right? So, so just one stat, like at Black Knight, our pipeline risk management solution it's used by over half of the top 100 largest independent mortgage bankers in the country. Um, our customers, yeah, our customers closed more than a trillion dollars of loans in 2020 alone. So part of the answer is, uh, you know, if we're in a relatively commoditized business, what are my peers doing? What are the habits of the lender that I'm trying to become? Um, but, but to your point, though, let's go back to this idea of ascent. Like, so a lender who is perhaps just starting out, you know, what are they, what are they doing? They're they're working with the aggregators. Uh, they're likely locking loans, maybe on a best efforts basis, for example. One of the first things that they're going to do as they as their business changes, as they grow, is they're going to actually begin delivering on a mandatory basis. Why are they going to do that? Well, again, better pricing, better pricing, more control, uh, better pricing, the street, boosting profitability, and again, driving production. Okay, so that means that what's important to them then it has changed from when they were simply delivering on a best efforts basis. So from there, they shift to, um, again, from a secondary point of view, uh, they shift the business model and they perhaps uh, start uh, delivering on a mandatory basis. They sign up with additional investors. Um, they mm -hmm. maybe start creating their own proprietary rate sheet, uh, rate sheet that is, that has, you know, AC lending in the logo instead of, you know, pick your, pick your correspondent. <laughs> So, you know, so, so then what's next? So then they begin uh, agency approvals. So right. um, again, they're kind of continuing this ascent, right? They're, they're because they want more control. They want to eliminate investor specific underwriting requirements. Uh, they want the efficiency that comes with delivering direct, right? They might, I don't know, start exploring servicing retention. So another great way to build the brand, right? Now, now all your customers see ABC lending on their statement every month, as opposed to, you know, again, pick a servicer. And sure. they have even more tools in the toolbox. And, and so they're continuing that overall maturation. And I guess my point would be, you know, then at this point, what really separates the lender that they are at that point from the lender that they're trying to be, you know, the market leading seller and servicer, the envy of their peers, you know, and, and it's really taking everything that we just discussed that next level. It's developing detailed, bespoke profit margin structures for all of your different branches and channels and markets. 
Uh, it's taking that servicing portfolio and turning it into an asset that, uh, that feeds your originators leads because now Ooh. you have the technology to run a host of refinance scenarios for that borrower. You're going to be, you know, they've already had a great experience with you. Now you have all the data and the inputs to make sure that you get to them first uh, for that mm. next loan. And so tying a bow around all that, uh, you know, at Black Knight, then what, are, what we're doing is we're offering the, the lenders the technology, yes, but then more importantly, the strategy too, to, to partner with them as their needs change. And we're basically that, uh, that, that enabling technology that really helps to drive that transformation. It's not, Dude. it's not technology for technology's sake. You know what I mean? It's, Bingo. it's the recognition that the right tech stack is a necessary precedent in where they want to go. Well, see, and this is just it because so many of you listening, whether again, just originator, if you're, if you're in your even capital markets within your company, you hear all this and you're like, whoa, like, hold on, I'm so far behind. Like, where do I even start? There's so much to this. Like, like you're just talking about James, it's, it's exciting, but it's almost like overwhelming, but that's why black Knight, like you guys provide that solution, partnering, ha helping people through those steps. And it's not all at once. It's taking those yeah. baby steps. Maybe you are ready to take on servicing. Maybe you don't even know yet, but that's mm -hmm. why having having these discussions because again, companies are growing. Like we mentioned in the very beginning, 2020 was a banner year. Maybe you're starting to just take that next step. Maybe you're like, like you said, I love talking about the, like, Hey, how cool would it be to be the one actually showing up on servicing statements? How cool would it be? But you have to know how to get there and partnering with great companies like Black Knight and having these discussions. So, you know, what does the risk look like? What is that actually, you know, you have to understand all sides of it. And that's why these discussions, I think, are absolutely we're, we're missing out on opportunities of having these discussions. That's why I'm so excited to have you on here having it because this this lender's ascent that you're referring to. I agree. And it's exciting. Again, now more than ever, it's an exciting time to be in our industry. So many things are changing, yeah. evolving. Innovation is all over the place. And companies like Black Knight and discussions like we're having now are helping lead the way or kind of helping be the pioneers, if you will, of mm -hmm. pushing the envelope, of helping those things develop. So, and that's that's exactly how how you guys, how Black Knight is helping these, these lenders climb this ladder, if you will, is, Hey, start from here. Let's, let's evaluate. Let's see where you actually are at. And let's actually see, are you ready to take the next step? Maybe you're not quite yet that there yet, but we can actually help you get there. Yeah, exactly. It's building the plan. Right. And, and I, and to emphasize what you just said there, it's, you don't do it all at once. I mean, no one, you know, you're building something, it's not done, you know, Rome is building the day or whatever that phrase is. Right. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's wherever you are at this point. And I think, um, you know, we all struggle uh, to a certain extent with complacency. And I don't, I don't mean that in a negative way. Again, everyone has the same question of how to, where I want to go. They have the same goal, but the question right. is how, you know? Oh. And so the path that we just described, that transformation of a lender, um, it's, not, it's not unique, right? That's the path that's no. been followed by giants. That's the path that is followed by some of the most successful lenders in the, in the country today. Everyone has their own unique journey, their own unique constraints. But my point is that the general path um, is shared, you know, and I think what's striking is when we think about that ladder of maturation, when we think about the many lenders, um, you know, who are in various stages in their process, they struggle in taking that next step. And, you know, right. they know where they're trying to go again, but how are you going to get there? And so that's where um, that's where to your point, that's where, in our view, we help, uh, you know, and, and we do that in a, a couple different ways. You know, we work with some of the savviest lenders around. And so we've learned lessons over the years uh, in terms of, you know, how to, how to get there, how to do it right, how to build the right foundation. Um, 
it also affords us the luxury of, you know, critically evaluating some of their business processes. And, and we have our own opinions too, of course, uh, <laughs> but that, uh, that then begets innovation, right? And so to your point, uh, that innovation really, um, uh, those product developments, sometimes it's new functionality, sometimes it's just simplification of other things. But the theme here is technology and it's yeah. the empowering technology that really simplifies those steps. Um, you know, I think uh, another example is uh, integration opportunities. So sure. uh, saving manual clicks. Okay, sure. We can all agree with that. I'd like more time in our day. But, but I think as an industry, um, we often focus too much on saving the clicks and we miss perhaps the second half of that sentence, which is to do what? Um, and now that I've freed up that time, what am I going to do? Um, and so, you know, kind of the final piece of the puzzle we provide is, is, is differentiated analytics that, mm. um, uh, that really helped to fill some of that gap. So now I've saved some time. Now, what am I going to do about it? So one example is we provide um, basically scorecards that provide unique statistics for each each branch, each originator in a lender's network. And that gives, you know, a branch manager, leadership team, whomever it might be, the opportunity to um, uh, provide feedback to everyone and say, hey, what are you doing that is so different from everybody? Maybe you're crushing it and you're a rock star right now. And that's great. <laughs> but, uh, you know, maybe it's the case that it's, it's, it's your team that always has a, the need for extensions. And if we look at the rest of the company, uh, you're an outlier. Well, why is that? What are you doing so differently? Uh, and yes, that, of course, boosts the company's bottom line. But even more importantly, it... Uh, uh, it, it delivers that great customer experience that we want. How can we change your process so that you're you know, more effective with your borrowers and so on? So again, it's technology to help lenders drive profitable production. Um, and even more specifically, it's arming lenders with the, uh, with the right tools and technology to up their capital markets game, all in the spirit of empowering a lender to, to ascend and, and reach their ultimate level of success. Oh man, that was powerful right there, ladies and gentlemen. You got to go back and rewatch what James just said because this is something, James, really, you guys are the guide. Like you said, we're going on this journey. This is a mm. journey that is happening. And sometimes, like we've mentioned, you can get lost. There's so many different tra paths you can take. You can go this way, you can go this way. And with fintech being such a, a buzz within our industry, sometimes it is a little bit, it's complicated, it's convoluted. We don't know where to go. Having a guide there who can say, hey, you know what? Like you said, you know, you've helped over a trillion dollars in originations. Like you guys, understand you work with some of the big players you've seen the, the the ups the downs you've seen the things that the mistakes that have been made so when you basically have somebody who's already who's been there done that and can actually show you and actually hold your hand and say hey you know what let's take you from where you are now and let's put those steps in place let us be your guide through this process let us help you get to yeah. that next near to a billion 10 billion 50 billion or whatever your goals are like you mentioned earlier we all have the same goals we're all trying to you know increase productivity we're all trying to get more profitable mm -hmm. so why not why not work with a partner like you said the integrations the partnership the collaborations that are happening with black knight that it, this, this is what this is the future of our industry james this is really what we need more of in our industry is this conversation and people coming together and understanding that hey I, I need help. I need to collaborate and I need to work with great people like James who can really help us take, take that next step. So it's an exciting time, but like I, I all that you've shared here, there's so much, there's so much opportunity for all of you who are listening in today, share this with that tag, some people who need to hear this conversation. Maybe you're ready to take to the, the next leap and you want to go to the next level, but you don't even know where to start. So it's just having those conversations, James, that really start to open those doors. Yeah, and I think I, I couldn't agree more with all of that. And I, I think the thing that I would emphasize is, you know, again, everyone's unique, right? Uh, you talk to mm. 10 different originators, they have 10 different goals and so on. But the commonality yeah. is, of course, our 
doing it better, doing it right, doing it with less risk and doing it more profitably. But then the question is, you know, where do I want to go from here, essentially? And I think, uh, you know, as, as you just said, it's the strategic advisory, it's the handholding for each individual's uh, specific needs that uh, that certainly supplements uh, all the technology side too. <laughs> oh, I like that. We're all we are all unique, and we all have specific needs right mm. now. What does the company need? So that's why having a partner like Black Knight, having somebody who can help you through and start guiding you through that process is absolutely critical. And when it comes down to it, really having a team, having somebody you can trust, having that confidence, having that relationship with a team in the system like Black Knight, that's what ultimately is going to help you. And that's, that's what this conversation is all about. You need to start surrounding yourself. You need to start having those partnerships and those teams in place so you can grow, so you can go back and focus on what's really important in your business. So James, this has been so insightful, man. And we just, we're starting to, just to touch the tip of the iceberg when it comes to capital markets. You and I can talk about so much more when it comes to that, but I really appreciate you coming on today and really focusing on, again, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening today or if you're at a place in your business where you need that next guidance, if, you're, if, you're, if you want to be more profitable, if you want to be more efficient, reach out to James to the Black Knight team because they can actually help you. That's exactly why we're having this discussion. We want to see you be more profitable. We want to see you take your business to the next step. Wherever you are now, like James, mentioned you're at a specific place in your business and we there is help people can help you get to the next step so james we appreciate you being here with us today we appreciate you sharing all that you are and your expertise in this this craziness that is capital markets so we appreciate you sharing everything today of course thanks for having me Ladies and gentlemen, as you hear, as Shred always continues to do, we want to see you succeed. We want to continue to create value. And that's why we have incredible friends and partners like James and Black Knight, because we want to, we want to see you succeed in this upcoming year, 2021. With that, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you joining us today. We love you. And now it's time for all of you guys to go shred, go show up, hustle, repeat every day. See ya.